back with Vershawn Jackson. Powered by Bauer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And Buck at 93 point. <laughs> oh, 93. I messed up. Yeah. Yeah, this is the ticket 93.7. I'm the black shirt Terrell Farley. The captain probably gonna stream in a little bit longer, so it's just me and Buck for this moment. What we got, Buck? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to break down today, uh, but uh, I want to start with, with this, and I wonder if it's um, kind of too early. Give it your thoughts here. We've got some people calling in too. First of all, let's yeah, let's, yeah, take let's see if Chris is still there. He might be calling in again. Uh, we'll go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline and see if Chris is still there. Is, is Chris, are you there? He might be calling back in. We'll see because uh, he called in before the break, and then we went right to break. So we'll see if that's Chris again. We'll get to him here in a second. Uh, but either way, I would just want to give your uh, p- hear from people on their thoughts on the fact that Matt Rule is. Um, Ranked number 25 in the Pro Football Focus ranking of college football coaches. Uh, just kind of want to get your thoughts on that. You can text that in on the Sardar Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, let's hear from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Chris, how's it going? Hey, great show, guys. Yeah, I'm just that's just a red flag from rule for me, saying that basically saying that, yeah, we're not tackling, but it's getting better. I, mm. I just I don't understand. I don't. Um, they've got to tackle. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we talked about all last year. Everybody on the shows here and everywhere, you know, hey, you can't learn how to tackle unless you tackle in practice. And and now we're we're rinse and repeat. We're we're not tackling. Oh, we're getting better at it though. That's just <laughs> that's a red flag. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Chris. Um, kind of right though. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to. I mean, this is spring ball. You, I would like to pra- I would like to tackle probably. Three times a week. I mean, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. However, you practice. I mean, you got to get the team's got to get better in that aspect. I mean, if you're gonna wait till you're not gonna have long before summer workouts are here, then you're not gonna have long before um, fall here. Then it's then it's football time. Then you got to install your real defense. You got to you got other players coming in, um, and these guys got to be ready to hit. And that's the thing about this defense is that. If they learn how to tackle, this would be a great defense because most of the times you had runners stopped in the backfield or, or you know, you just – and it looks like a like a game of somebody just running and somebody diving this way, diving left, diving right. So, you know, these guys got to learn how to hit in the body, though. Hit, hit in the chest. Don't go for the legs. Don't go for the kill hit. Just hit them in the chest, wrap up, and like I said, Bob, help is on the way. You got ten other players out there. Yeah, I mean, if you run into the ball, pursuit is the number one deadly weapon in, in defense. Pursuit. If you got a defense that pursuit, we made tackles in '95 with with seven guys. Sometimes seven guys around the ball. I remember one play in, in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, we was playing on uh, Florida. Uh, Danny Warfield, he he's got he got sacked, but he was still, you know, tuggling and Jared Thomas grabbed him, Christian Peter grabbed him. Then I came in with the little knee. The little, <laughs> oh, little yeah. knee and, 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 and gave him a little boost. So, you know, when you wrap up and that's called gang tackling. Yeah. That's what football is. Gang is a bunch of it's a gang. You know, you got eleven players out there. You know, you ain't I mean, you, you, this is not a one man team like 
you you know if you had like a Levant David making all the tackles because obviously these guys are not making all the tackles because they even the DBs miss tackles back there. So you know just I mean if you got to get a practice dummy man and wrap up, do the wrap, you know that's wrap up, take them to the ground, jump, dive with it, dive with the dummy, wrap them up, take them to the ground. I mean we did. You know, every practice we get form tackling, form tackling drill. Every practice, that was the first thing you do in our drill, form tackling. That was, it was linebackers. We run up and boom, hit each other. We don't take each other to the ground, but we do it every day. So you're used to it. So now you got to get these guys used to tackling. I don't know what the deal is about these guys that don't know how to tackle because you played football all your life. You should know how to tackle. Yeah, and if there's some sort of NCAA restrictions on on tackling every practice, you know, maybe th- that kind of uh, falls into it. But like you're saying, maybe bring out a whole bunch of tackle dummies and that's it. Get some reason, some way, even if you're not hitting got, each they, other, to work on wrapping up. They got the motorized tackling dummies now. Well, yeah. you know, catch them at an angle. I mean, you, I mean, coaches shouldn't have to teach players how to hit all over again. Yeah, that's my philosophy. You shouldn't, but we are. Are we the only team in the nation like that? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably there are not. other teams that struggle with tackling too. Um, and and it's interesting for what it's worth too. Uh, Matt Rule. It's not like they're they're just not you know. There's not two hand touch football coming. Um, it, it it's not like the. It, I think it's been in the in the past, but it does sound like maybe they're holding off tackling for the scrimmages. And I think they're going into their third scrimmage. I believe they've already had two. Um, this Saturday. So, um, you know, maybe it's thud, you know, otherwise. And, um, you know, for those that don't understand thud, you, you know, it's kind of hitting, but not taking to the ground. Um, and so it's, uh, you know, it's something that, that will definitely be evaluated moving forward. And it, it also is something that's just, this is, this is why it, it's a kind of a big undertaking to learn the three, three, five defense. If at the same time you have to learn, you know, teach tackling, um, it's that that's why a lot of teams struggle in in year one i mean this that sort of thing and that sort of adjustment um usually is going to take time and you only have so much time so when we talk about the second year of, of a coach and uh you know building off of a system that you learn and you can maybe can kind of get more into the details there so um again i i don't know how how bad the tackling is i guess we can all kind of think back to last year and, and where those guys were and, and, and see if it improves this season. But to hear, again, a, a small thing there where he said, we, this is how we teach tackling. Maybe it's a little different than they did before. Um, you know, every coach has to make sure and, and set the foundation. I get that. But it's I just hope that that's not uh, something that, that really is, is a focus. If, if it needs to be, it has to be a focus. But I'm, I'm hoping that the, the team he's taking over – that doesn't have to be a giant focus because that that will put the defense back as far as you know one way or the other. Year one, um, you know, bringing in the defense. But yeah, it is, it's year, year one. one. It is every, what it is. It seems like every year for the last eight years has been year one. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, man. it yeah. seems like every year is year one. We got to teach these kids this. Teach these kids that. We hear it. Do we see it on the field? No. That's why I don't have any stock in nobody right now. Now, I'm not going to say not nobody, but I'm going to wait till after the spring game. I'm going to wait probably till I'm a time to, about time the Minnesota game comes around. Mm. You know, because here's the thing. Here's my thing about what you what we say. We're, we're 12 players over. So, if, if, if the coach – I'm not going to say if the coaching staff was smart. I'm not going to say that. But here's my take on this. If you have to get rid of five kids, I would rather do it the week before the spring game instead of wait after the spring game. 
So now you got seven guys who's going to battle. You see what I'm saying, Bob? Yeah, kind of it, filter it, them out yeah, as, as the spring goes. You filter goes. them out right yeah. now. You, you go ahead and make your first wave. I don't care if it's two, three players. You get them out of here slowly, you know, and that way you don't have to have a big – you know, you it won't be so big where you got to tell 12 players. Judgment day on 12 players day, at the yeah. same time that, hey, we don't have any room. No, I mean, coach, do it respectfully, the, the respectfully way. Just get them out early, you know, just slip, just get them out inch by inch. Well, that's interesting because I, I, I kind of think back to DP and Jay Former talking about this too, and DP felt like, you're wasting rep time, right? On these yeah. guys that aren't going to be there, um, you're wasting coaching time and rep time. So maybe you should get them out pre-spring, even you know. Yeah. But then you know, there's the opposite idea of that. I mean, come on, Bob. You got to realize that the coaching staff know right now is twelve guys who's not going to make it. <laughs> you know, you got to be kidding me that you're going to tell me that you don't know twelve guys that you can take remove off this roster right now instead of wasting their time. And wasting our time. Uh, the garbologist has a, an interesting point. He said, "If you're a parent of a 2024 recruit, you'd be, would you be afraid to let them sign with Nebraska? Wouldn't you wonder if Coach Rule is going to bring in 40 guys again next year and send your freshman packing? If I'm not mistaken, the number of restrictions for how many guys you can take uh, are off for one more year." Um, I don't know. I, I think that this was uh, reestablishing of, of a roster. I don't think you're going to see this year in and year out. If you do, that will definitely be a new um, formula that we haven't seen across college football to do year in and year out. Uh, Lincoln Riley kind of did this at USC last year. Um, but I don't think you would be – I don't think you would fear um, that this will continue. Yeah. Uh, if it does, it, it, I, I, I mean – I don't think it will. I, I think yeah. I think right now this is the um, – this is half of what he bringing in. Then you got another recruiting class, and then you got another transfer portal. And the transfer portal going it's going to be big every year. Like I said, this summer's coming up, and 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 we got to get rid of some quarterbacks. And the sad things about this is that you know I, I feel bad for Casey though because he he's not able to to game tape is not going to win the job for him. Mm-hmm. You know, for me it would because he's a established starter. But but with, with the kind of RPO offense or however running quarterback we got now with Jeff Sims, it's gonna be hard for Casey. But if Casey comes in here with his head right, gunslinger, does all the things right, and and I expect Casey to fight for the job. You know, I know it's, I I still think it's his to lose. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that here after the break. But we are up against it. We better take a break. We'll see if Rashawn Jackson uh, joins us from the restaurant here, uh, the captain here, in just a few moments. Uh, But either way, we'll talk more Husker football, maybe jump into the quarterback discussion coming up next here on The Captain on 93.7 The Ticket. 